0: You can breathe. Said love takes off masks that we fear we cannot live without and we know we can't live within. Welcome back. This is Churchill's Radio. I'm so happy that you decided to spend some of your precious time with me. This is number two, our second installment of Churchill's Radio. And just to just to reiterator to go back to the name from from our first podcast our, our impetus podcast we I, I got inboxes and text messages and and, and I, I there were people who were viscerally offended by the the name church hose. like why would you call it that why what 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 is the purpose behind the name but the funny thing is people were more offended and then there was there were more clerks <laughs> pearl clutching behind the name than the actual reality of what's occurring in the lives of children every night the reason that the the podcast even began is a result of the trauma that i experienced as a child and statistically i believe the number is 1 in 5 women at this point in in history will be sexually assaulted over the course of their lifetime and I'm, i i believe it's 1 in 9 for men and so i was I was taken aback that people were more offended by the name than by the hurt that our children and our, our our loved ones are experiencing. And so again it's my privilege and it's a pleasure to make you uncomfortable because we get so caught up in the wrong things. It's time to take off the mask. And and I feel as if I'm an expert in the the art of mask wearing because I I pranced around this planet in one for so long, and I don't even think it was an attempt to to be fake. I don't think that my my intention was to to deceive people. But being uncomfortable and not being okay isn't socially acceptable. If we're honest, if we're honest about our culture, people you don't you can't fit the the reality of people's pain within small talk and when people ask you how they're how you're doing most often they want you to say (laughs) that you're doing good so they can go on about their day most people aren't inclined to be burdened with and i use burden in quotations but to be burdened with with your problems and so I, i i i created a life in which i wore this mask because I didn't know how else to be. And being authentic didn't feel good. And there was no outlet. There were there was no safe space for me to be myself and to deal with and to examine some of the the, the not nice things that I'd experienced. But please understand that this journey that I'm asking you to accompany me on or this, this place that I'm asking you to explore with me is, is ultimately and purely out of love. And I mean that sincerely because because I believe that anyone who, who prompts you or, or entices you to heal, they must love you. Because they also understand that that process is, is 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 painful and that they may be involved in something that will will take them outside of their comfort zone. I I know that this process and I know that this journey is about love because literally my first love is my father. He, he gave me something very special, something, something so significant in the form of love and the timing in which he decided to implement this love and it literally saved my life. I work with kids every day and some of them just need love. I, I, I meet and I encounter adults quite often who literally they, the deficit that they have, the the empty places in their life are, are, are waiting and, and desiring to be filled with love. On the day that my father saved my life was the day that he also gave me my voice. And I remember it vividly. I, I think I had maybe become tired of, you know, this person coming in my room every night and I would become tired of feeling disgusting and, and not knowing why and really just wanting. I was tired of wetting the bed. I was tired of being sad. I was I was I was just tired. And of course, this is my interpretation of my feelings now, my five year old feelings
1: now, but
0: I went to my father. I remember we, we, all the, the siblings and family members were getting out of the car or his truck. And I remember waiting back for a while. And, and <laughs> even when I, I sat there, like I could smell what I now realize is it's, it's precum I could smell it and I could, I could, I, I, could picture the the color of the sheets. They were like these rainbow colors and they were peach and blue and white. And I remember just not wanting to lay on those sheets again. And so when everyone got out of the truck, I looked at my daddy, I looked at the side of his face and I said, Daddy, they are messing with my private parts. And he didn't even look at me. And, and honestly, I, as an adult, I'm glad he didn't look at me because I'm not really certain if I would have been able to handle what I saw on his face or what I presumed I would have seen on his face. But he just asked me one question. He said, what do you mean messy?" And I said. He puts his. His private part on my private part when he comes in my room at night. And this this very moment was pivotal in terms of my development. It was pivotal in terms of my self-esteem. It was pivotal in terms of my self-concept. And even though I suffered consequences as a result of, of the assault on my essence, my father's reaction, my first love's reaction made the difference between who I am now and who I could have potentially become. All he said was okay. And he got out of the truck. And from that night on me and my, a couple of my siblings, we stayed the night at my grandmother's house. We didn't have the same babysitter anymore. And he changed his whole schedule. He worked overnight, which is why we had a babysitter in the evening, but he changed his schedule to where he could drop us off at our grandmother's house before he went to work. And I, he's gone now. He died about almost 10 years ago and I never got a chance to thank him. And I don't even think I would have been able to articulate like the significance of of what he did. But I know that there are people who didn't have that same interaction and maybe you haven't even told anybody about what it is that they've experienced but i want you to know that i believe you and you matter your experiences your pain your hurt your all of those things matter but they also are are those things can still propel you to your future the truth is that sometimes we leave the best of ourselves waiting for us in the future. It's like, it's almost like you can see down that road. You can see yourself waving you on, but we get so caught up in holding on to this past pain that we will literally stay stagnant for the sake of <laughs> not having to face what, where we've been. We get in our own way. And so it would be a it would be an honor for you to help let me help you see you so you can build and grow you. James Baldwin also said that not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. You have a choice. You could decide that existing is enough, but I I just want so much more for you. I want so much more for me. And out of a gross or an, an immense sense of honor to my father, it is in service to you that this podcast is, is born. So please understand it. it's love and, and let this space be our safe space and know that no, no matter what you've been through, you have a purpose and all the things that could have been created on the day that you were born the world needed a you and I'm so glad you're here and lastly James Bowen said Love does not begin and end the way we seem to think it does. Love is a battle. Love is a war. Love is a growing up. Again, this is Church Holes Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you again Sunday night. Peace, love, and light. Take care.